All right, everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Generally Speaking. You have your host, Jenny, here, and I am, like, beyond excited to bring on my fifth guest today. Well, you're my fourth, because I did a solo episode, so you're number four. Lucky number four, I believe, in even numbers, too. Um, I'm with Libby Wallace today, and I'm going to let her introduce herself, but first... Like we do in all my podcasts, I want to start by really just tuning out so that you can tune in and just receive all of the messages and all of the downloads of this amazing conversation we're going to have. And so I want Libby to take it away with just a little everyday breath work that she is going to lead us through. Yay. Amazing. Thanks for coming on. Thank I'm you so, so much excited. for having me. I'm so excited for this conversation. Yes. We're having cacaos right now. We are. We're open hearts, open minds. The sun is shining. The sun, yeah, is, the sun shining. is shining on us mm. and we're just bringing that to everyone who's listening and tuning in mm. and just going ahead and place a hand on your heart. Make sure that you're in a comfortable seat. If you're driving, just stay driving. Maybe don't do this. But if you're here, just really feeling this beautiful gratitude that Jenna and I have just unlocked, even just in the conversations that we've been having, and just beginning to breathe in and feeling your heart expanding. As you take a big breath in, feeling this beautiful nourishment of oxygen, of this present moment of being here right now, and just releasing and letting go through your breath anything that is no longer serving you we release 70 percent of our of our toxins through our breath and just beginning to breathe in a giant nourishing breath through your heart feel your heart awakening and activating all the way into your belly and just breathing out remembering that there's nowhere that you need to be other than here right now just feeling this gratitude of these conversations that are taking place of people just like you coming together to speak words of upliftment feeling the light within you as you continue to breathe and just breathing most importantly you're just feeling the breath Waking up the light within you. And as you release, just handing over to the universe anything that has been on your mind, any worries, any doubts, any fears. And just setting an intention that as we're here in this conversation, that you receive exactly what you are requiring that is going to support you in your journey wherever you're at right now in your life in your day and that anything that is going to help you in the days or the weeks or even the months or years to come may it be stored in your consciousness to come online and wake up a deeper truth of who you truly are and who you're in this world and this planet to be I'm just taking a big nourishing breath all together. Breathing in, feeling your cells waking up, your energy body waking up, and just releasing and just opening the field of this conversation. 
thank you so much for being here, for joining in on this conversation. And thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you, That was so beautiful. I can just, like, you're radiating with those words. Like, you fully embody them. And I love how passionate, because I feel like, especially when I'm teaching sometimes, I'm, like, so into it. I'm, like, I don't know if anyone else is feeling this right now, but. I could have kept going. I was, like, wait, wait, come back. Are we doing it? We're having a conversation here. You know what? I never, I'm, like, never stop a good thing. If it's going, if it's flowing, like, don't disconnect. So that is so beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm, like, totally feeling into that. And I want you to just drop in and just however you feel called to introduce yourself. Who are you today? Yeah. <laughs> today, are you? What, what day is it? <laughs> what time of day? And uh, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to introduce myself, my gosh. Um, so, my, like Jenna said, so my name is Libby Wallace. And, you know, I'm a human. I'm a spiritual <laughs> being. I have a human experience. I run a few businesses. I'm a shamanic healer, a business coach. And really that like the behind everything that I do is to help people find their purpose in mm-hmm. life, to help people create a life of wealth, which I believe is the embodiment of mind, body, soul, and then money is a byproduct yes. of that. Yeah. And then the third piece that I just behind everything that I do is to help people make the impact in the world that they're here to make. Like every single one of us, when we're living our purpose and we choose our wealthiest life from the inside out, then we begin to wake up every single person that we come into contact with. Exactly. And that's how the ripple effect continues. So that's kind of the core of So waking kind of up is wake what up. it's all about. Wake, wake up. Waking up, wake up baby. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. did you even like to start this practice? When did you become, when did you wake up? I just woke up one night and I'm like, I wake up one morning. I'm like, let's let's just change our life. How let's old were you? How, what were you kind of going through during that time of your life when you so, found you? Backtrack a little bit. Okay. So what are we now? 2021, five years ago, January the 30th, 2016, Okay. I woke up in hospital mm. and I had a neck brace on and I was like, <laughs> is this a joke? <laughs> no, 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 it's not a joke. This is my life story. This is how yeah. I actually got into what I'm doing now. Yeah. Yeah. So I woke up and I was in hospital. I'm like, what happened? What happened last night? I've been out drinking, been out partying. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God. I jumped out a window. So you were that party girl that like took it to the another level. <laughs> way too many levels. <laughs> I love to keep well, how high way was the too window? much. Yeah. Really high, like on the second story, and I jumped out the window. And pretty much it's a miracle that the doctor's like, How are you alive? Like it's a miracle that you're alive. Right. So I knew in that moment when I was on the hospital bed, like, oh my god. Something's gotta change. Something's gotta change. And that was like that was the last piece of probably for about five years before that I knew that I couldn't drink I knew that I was here for to do more than I was currently living and when I woke up in that hospital bed I was like holy crap like I know that life is never about to be the same and it was this moment and all I can describe it as is the the moment of most pure surrender Mm. when the nurse asked me like pretty much like about my drinking what are you gonna do is what she said what are you gonna do and it was like I opened up and this this voice flowed through me mm-hmm. and I knew it wasn't me speaking, but at the same time it was, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, well, I'm never going to drink again. 
and here I am, like in the hospital bed, like, like what? what did I just say that? What did I just say that? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm drink a living, like I'm party girl. That's yeah. who I am, and I'd create this whole identity around, you know, I work party. hard, I play hard, exactly. And um, which is what most people, most, honestly, uh, yeah. a majority of people, yeah, yeah, yeah. work hard, play harder. Work hard, sometimes. play hard. Yeah, yeah. it was a fun. It was really fun, and so um. Yeah, so that was kind of like the journey, and I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna do?" I don't know. I just stay home. What the fuck? Yeah, it's okay. Oh, we swear. We like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love a good F bomb once in a while. Yeah, but that was my life. So, like waking up that first week from that, so I was I had like damaged both my legs, mm-hmm. um, which I find kind of funny because I'd literally hit rock bottom, like on the yes. concrete outside, and you, like and metaphorically and physically, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to learn how to walk again. So pretty much one day at a time, I was like, right, how do I do this? How do I be human? Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of evolved from there. You know, when you change your whole life and you have mm-hmm. to call upon something greater than yourself yeah. to find the strength that you have no like no idea how you're going to get through something. Yeah. And so that was it. Just like one day at a time. And all I was focused on for that first year, I wasn't focused on like, let me go out and help heaps of people around the world change their life. Like I was like, I just need to stay alive and I just need to stay sober. Yeah. Like that was the only thing I that I was focused myself. on. I need to help myself. I can help anyone else. A hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. And I actually, I remember it was funny in that first few weeks, my mum said to me, um, so I'd moved back home with my parents mm-hmm. and my mum said to me, she goes, Libby, maybe one day you could go back to your high school you guys call it what like you know high school school, college yeah yeah. high school maybe you could go back to your high school one day and give a talk about how you changed your life i'm like mom no that's so embarrassing (laughs) drink tequila and here we are (laughs) yeah yeah here i am like mother's intuition they're always on to something though okay the basis of my whole business right now like mom you crazy yeah Um, (laughs) yeah i know yeah and um yeah, and then that was kind of it. I, I worked I, for a couple of years, and then I, I was teaching at the time. I was teaching tourism, and mm. um, you know, I had a really, really good job. And I noticed that I was teaching the students rather than, here's how to have a career in tourism, mm-hmm. like I was meant to be. I was like, here's how to meditate. Here's how to find your life's purpose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't really want to do tourism. You this can't get this really in any brochure. <laughs> like, oh, let me tell you something. Yeah, that is so like, good. Yeah, though. so it's kind of like the organic. It was such a. It's been such a beautiful organic unfolding to get to here in such a short time. Like five years really isn't that long to. That was five. Go was through. that five years? Five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah, is when yeah. you hit that rock bottom. Yeah. And you built yourself back yeah. up to where you are like yeah. on this empire now, which I'll kind of let you kind of dive into. But when, did, was there a moment when you were able to help someone else's life where you were like, this is it, this is what I'm meant to be doing? Or was it just mm. a moment maybe you had with yourself or just mm. that, you know? Yeah. So, um, it's actually really funny. So when we were celebrating, my husband and I, we were celebrating two years sober. So he ended up giving up drinking at the same time. He was oh, like... Oh, what a guy. Yeah, For I know. you, for that. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, like it wasn't serving him. He yes. was a mess when he was partying as well. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'll do it with you. Like, let's yeah, just do it together. Let's do it. Um, so anyway, so we were celebrating two years sober and we decided to, to cycle from, for those of you who know New Zealand, you'll know like, picked in to bluff which is the entire south island if you're yes. in the states or overseas it's a very long way it's a like very 600 way. miles okay i think maybe a thousand kilometers wow yeah um anyway yeah 
so we decided I decided to write a blog of the whole journey because it was so symbolic of look if I can do two years sober when I was a massive party girl then I can do anything and so like journeying down the island it took us three weeks to cycle it I was writing the whole time like how climbing this mountain is like climbing this mountain of my healing journey mm-hmm. and you know all, all these sort of metaphors that I was living in the physical journey anyway I started sharing my blog and I, I there, there were a few things that happened that made me that made me realize that holy crap this is so much bigger than I could have ever realized and at that time I wasn't allowed to post on social media because of my job I wasn't allowed to post personal stuff that might have been seen or I would like if students had found it like yeah, that sort of thing more so um, so it was anonymous but I was sharing a bit of stuff on my personal profile that only friends could see and I'd been thinking about starting a business to be helping people like actually I don't even think I'd start wanting to start a business specifically to help people I knew that I wanted to help people not have to go through their journey alone Mm -hmm. and I can't remember exactly the unfolding of it but there were two two specific events where the first one was I was in a private Facebook group and I was just supporting someone in her journey. I was like, hey, why don't you try this, this, and this about Was it like an alcohol journey. anonymous type of? Kind of, okay. yeah, yeah, so just a support group for each yeah, other, yeah. sober, exactly. like-minded. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I, um, so I reached out and then she messaged me and she was like, hey, do you, can you help me? And I'm like, well, yeah, sure. So we scheduled a call and like I became her coach. And in, like in yeah. my job, I'd always been in leadership and management and training and coaching and mentoring. So like transitioning that, and I've got a degree in psychology as well. So transitioning into so you're qualified. You're yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. Not yeah. Just like I wasn't just like yeah, sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll help you. Change. Yeah, yeah. Um, that and then the next one was I started writing out all of the things that I had. Actually, this might have come first. It was within like a month of each other. I can't quite remember which came first. But the other one was um. I started writing out all the things I did to change my entire life and decided to turn it into a 100-day program. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't told anyone about it, but I was so hesitant to make that leap. And I had a reading with a clairvoyant, and I was like, hey, can you just give me a little bit of guidance? Mm -hmm. Um, She goes, I feel like you're going to have a lot of success with creating this program. It's like... I don't know, a certain amount of time. And I knew exactly what she was talking about. I'm like, Mm -hmm. perfect, thank you so much. I hopped off that call with her, had a message from a friend that I used to party, take drugs with, Mm -hmm. you know, and we used to work together when I was a travel agent. And she goes, hey, my husband and I are thinking of giving up drinking for 100 days. What? The same length of the exact same length of the program, the days that I just created. That is, yeah. Can you help me? That's not a sign. You're like, man, punch me in the face right right now, like universe. (laughs) So all of these things happen, like the the blog, the client, like just these clients. I think she must have been my first client, and I practiced the program with her. Okay. And then it it was, it must have been like either a week or a month. It wasn't long afterwards. Then the the second one, and that was my first paying client that came afterwards yeah. who was like hey can you and then I was just like hey yeah sure I'll, I'll coach you yeah what would yeah, you think yeah. out of those hundred I mean what were just a few I think of your that taking your own advice like looking back if someone else was in your position like a younger self I guess what were some of those the most profound changes that you had made even if they can be simple like where could <sighs> someone just start right now who's kind of 
in that party scene, but he doesn't want to be in it, knows that alcohol, drinking, drugs, whatever is, you know, this is simple. I've got a whole book that I've just written. Oh, no. Okay. So that's what I mean. I want people to, obviously, because that's value. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to think of one thing, though. So I just literally, I was just editing Give him a little um, teaser into your... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first piece, really, and it's, it's different because... Whatever, most people that I work with now in their journeys know where they want to go. Mm-hmm. But when you're still partying and when you know that the life that you're living isn't serving you, mm-hmm. you don't always know where you want to go. And that was where I, like, if I could go back to that version of me, I just, like, I just. you're not like, clear. You're not, you have no idea where you're going. It's almost like you just, for me, it was like, I'm not going there. I've just walked that part. I've just, I've literally just walked my own hell. Yeah. I'm not going there. I don't want to go back. That door has been closed. I, I have no idea where I'm going, but right. I'm just, a, I'm, I'm walking there. away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was kind of like one day at a time. And what I did, and so that would be the first thing is get clear on what you don't want. Mm-hmm. Like if you're living a life. that. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this really isn't serving me waking up on Sundays and having to wonder what I did last night. Feel like or shit, have anxiety. Wonder and... who that is next to me. Or <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. 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 All of these different things. Yeah, the anxiety, like all of these things, right? Get clear on what it is that you don't want. And then from there, it's I, I call it dating yourself, right? I it's love this that. whole process of who am I? Mm-hmm. Who am I without that? That thing that I'm walking away from, whether it's a relationship, whether it's drinking, whether it's people use that as a crutch though it's like I can't go out social I can't go do this if I don't have a drink if I don't I can't go on this date if I don't have a drink before if I you know because it attributes to nerves celebration it's just all around our emotions yeah so that is so yeah who are you without that yeah yeah who am I without it and who am I just who am Mm -hmm. I and so I, I went through this period probably the first six months was a real commitment and devotion to dating myself so I did things like I learned a language. Um, wow. I took up pottery. I didn't make these. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, cute little pets. What language was it Spanish? It was Maori. It was Maori. Yeah, okay, was and Maori. you're 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 from New I'm Zealand. From New Zealand, okay. yeah. Um, so learning your own, learning the indigenous, yeah, indigenous language, language yeah, of the land here. And what else? I just did. A, I I went to the gym a bunch. Um, I got really into like fitness and wellness and. meditation yeah you're actually this is really funny so yoga so jenna and i met at the yoga yoga that. and um when i first started yoga it must have been about five years ago i couldn't last a whole class it was just like i was so much in my mind i was Mm -hmm. still experiencing the suppressed emotions that i had been numbing when i was drinking Mm -hmm. so by sitting like i don't even know if i could meditate properly back then like I think journaling was a form of meditation that helped me back then as well. So journaling, um, a lot of movement, like mm-hmm. high intensity stuff, anything to keep myself just being alive Out with of, my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And then by going through that, through journaling, exercise, processing the emotions, there was a lot of processing, mm-hmm. like a lot. I said, like you've got to break down to break through sometimes. There's a lot, of, a lot of, a lot of tears yes. <laughs> that have been, you know, suppressed for uh-huh. my entire life. Mm-hmm. And, um, which I think is really important to remember as well. When you're learning who you are, it's okay to to feel the emotions. Exactly. 
I just I talked to on one of my other podcasts, Mary, and she does the inner child breathwork here. Oh, so we talk a yeah, lot about amazing. going back into. So you can yeah. listen back to the first or awesome. second, but yeah, exactly to be clear on who you are, and yeah. I think that translates into your transformation and hundred percent blooming into you who you are now. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So there's so many, so many things literally. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many things that we could go into, but exactly. hopefully that's like an insight. You know, wherever you're at in your journey, yeah. that that's cool. I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Where am I going to go? Where Not quite sure. I know what I don't want to do. <laughs> what am I? Okay. Yeah, let's yeah. figure it out. Pottery. Okay, no, not not quite a fan of that. Exercise. Yeah, love yeah. that. Feel really good when I you do that. You pull bits and pieces, yeah. and they make up of you. Yeah. And then I want to talk about how you went into monetizing that, and how you kind of created this empire around everything you love to do, but helping people get there. And I love that you said that the money follows because I think people chase the money. But you, if you're going to go for something, you need to make sure that there's passion with it. 100%. Yeah, it's and, the other way around. You know? Yeah. And you're yeah. going to have to be okay with, like, you're not going to see that financial wealth and abundance in your bank account right away. But if you're really passionate to the core about what you're doing, mm-hmm. it's going to mm-hmm. fall. And it might take some time. Yeah. I'm still waiting. <laughs> it will take but some time. But it's <laughs> definitely take some time (gasps) it's funny because it will take time but at the same time it won't take time like the universe when we look at when we look at money and I work a lot in a very shamanic way with um with business and with like with money and abundance in itself and I work a lot with the spirit of money which is away from the control matrix belief system that we have collectively about money which we can go into a little bit if you want I'd love to yeah so with when we look at it we know and I learned this by mistake right I was just working on my mindset who am I (laughs) how do I how do I remain in a good state how do I heal from depression how do I tap into gratitude and start each day like I would wake up and be like, I'd have to train myself yeah. to what get into a state of gratitude. Yeah, what do I do? Yes. How do I be human today? So gratitude, getting into this frequency of working on your mind, working on your body, working on your fitness and your health, working on your soul and your spiritual health mm-hmm. really is your what it comes down to. spiritual health and that leads yeah. to the wealth. And that leads to yeah. the wealth. So I learned it by mistake. Literally, I was, I was doing all of these things and I started noticing that for the first time in my life, I had savings. I was like, I've never had savings. Yeah. <laughs> this is a mistake. <laughs> and then my husband and I, we bought a house. And we're like, what? How do we have money? Like, I've never had money before. How do we have Because you're in the this? flow. I fully believe it's just about being in the flow and not getting too obsessed with money. And Yeah. yeah. Well, what, it, what I realized is that our relationship with money is a direct reflection of our relationship with ourselves. Yeah. So having come out of addiction, and I was also like I also healed from bulimia, smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. um, drugs, biting my nails, mm-hmm. um, and what I'd realized is as I was healing one addiction because I was going to the root cause of it, and we'll get to the bit about how it's like how we're monetizing it, and I'll give some tips to everyone who wants to monetize their purpose as well. But when we look at okay, if I'm buying things because I don't feel enough within myself. Then I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to buy that course. I'm going to do that thing. I'm going to do that yeah. because I don't feel good enough without it. Yeah. So I'm going to spend the money to make me feel exactly. enough. So when we learn how to tap into that enoughness within ourselves, mm-hmm. our spending habits change, right? Yeah. Yeah, we don't. The money's just energy. And I love that. Money's yeah, energy. It's just energy. And it's how you look it at is. it too. So people that are, I mean, like 
my grandparents who save, 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 but that's also in an argument, like, that's because they grew up with not a lot, so it's like saving, but they looked at, maybe they just, that frequency wasn't there for them, where they were really looking yeah. at it as, I'm going to add, buy this because it adds value, I'm going to bring in that energy around me, that abundance, and I look at it like this, if I'm going to invest in that class or buy this new workout gear, it's because I love the way it feels when I'm doing yoga, it's going to motivate me to do that, get outside, go for a walk, whatever that is, Yes. I think that's where people need to kind of change the switch on like, are you doing this, yeah, to fill a void, Yes. or are you doing this because it's going to expand your energetic field yeah. in sorts and yeah. make you really yeah happy it's like with your vibe right? it is yeah. yeah yeah if you can like and it, I love how you say investment as well because when you're investing in something whether yeah. it's like oh cool if I'm investing in new exercise gear because yeah. like, I spend my money on is like workout clothes <laughs> and, or coffee yeah. <laughs> I'm on the cacao's now but but yeah yeah. All the, yeah and so when you look at it like that okay cool and then that's going to help you raise your vibration yes which is then going to help you, like, you're, you're, you're so high vibe, Jenna, as well, like, you, oh, thank you, you know, the way that you look after yourself, and then you have the energy and the desire to go out and help people mm-hmm. by creating a podcast, Yeah, right, like, yeah. it would be so easy for us to, to not do that sort of thing, but mm-hmm. when you, when you focus on raising your vibration, however it is, and, you know, money, money's energy, money's vibration, love that, it just circulates, and if it supports true. you raising your vibration, mm-hmm then you're putting yourself out there, you're adding value to the world. When you're adding value to the world and you're also opening up to be receiving exchange, not because that's what you're adding value to the world for, but because that's what you're passionate about, then automatically, or not necessarily automatically, there's obviously some intention and effort that goes into it. Not effort as in like, hustle though it's not like exactly. I'm gonna work really hard yeah to, nose you know? down grind no I think it's gotta come in with without effort so with grace organically yeah 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 and so it's like that. yeah hang on there's so much that I want to yeah <laughs> uh, yeah we could go into so, so much let's let's narrow back into so that monetizing that yeah monetizing purpose but so one of the pieces around monetizing your purpose is really understanding the value that you do add to the world because mm. so many people especially in the spiritual community there's still this energy of martyrdom and self-sacrifice that yeah. goes on like here let me just help everyone uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> or they think they'll oh. do things for free because of yoga yeah, or yeah, yeah 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 we're in an actual fact like wait if we are here to add value to the world and we're here to raise the vibration of the planet and through our own experience and through just who we are we're making the world a better place Mm -hmm. then how can we expand into being compensated for that so that we don't have to work soul-sucking jobs yes (laughs) that we don't have to lowering your vibration (laughs) climbing you down yes yeah so when we can look at what is it that you love to do and Mm -hmm. what is it that you and for me I never it wasn't like I went on my healing path and I was like, I'm going to monetize this one day. Like, no exactly. Way. But I think there are those people out there that you do kind of, I'm not going to like obviously name names, yeah. but you can see it as it's just a sales pitch. And mm-hmm. I'm like, are you really walking the talk? Is it behind uh-huh. that? Yeah. But yeah, I think it comes from a place of you had to hit rock bottom yourself and you wanted to help yourself before yeah. you could help anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, and then that light just yeah. shine through you, and people are attracted to those lights. Yeah. You know, and it's all and like it, it's super organic as well. When you're truly living your purpose, you would be doing it for free. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. Yeah, 
A hundred percent. Because you love doing it. It's what you're here to do. Yeah. And you do it, you would do it anyway. So when you can be okay, and I think the biggest thing isn't for people to necessarily monetize their mission, it's to actually be okay with receiving. Accepting. Acceptance mm. would be the biggest thing. Acceptance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also healing guilt, shame, all those suppressed emotions, especially as women. Because we've mm-hmm. you know, there's so much, especially when it comes to money, when it comes to receiving, that collectively we have to heal mm-hmm. in order to be able to say, actually, this is the value that I hold and I'm allowing myself to receive right. for the 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 things that I'm bringing into the world. I love that. Yeah. So it can, it's such a subtle frequency shift. Yes. That you can feel it. For me, I, I always say that for parties, though. I'm like, you get the tiniest little movement, but it's the most effective. You're going to feel it. I'm so nervous for my legs tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did a little hard. Um, I selfishly want to ask a question for my friends because I know that there's a lot of, in my friend group, um, especially that are starting up these small little businesses that Yay. are really going to be giving back to the community, mm. but they can't fund that because they need, they need to stick with their jobs that they mm. might not like right now whether it's in hospitality but they're just kind of in a pinch they're like well I need to make rent I need to Mm -hmm. but this is where my passion is Mm -hmm. this job sucks the soul out of me every single day Um, but where can they kind of find that happy medium to like Mm. where would they start Mm. so I'm a big believer in just focus on where you're going okay not not necessarily obviously being aware of what you're currently doing so Mm -hmm. it might look like and for me it was like I would be uh, waking up in the morning at like I don't know, five or six to work on my passion, go to work. I was also learning and doing study through my work at the same time. I'd be home maybe 7 p.m., work on what I was doing. So it was a very long, and during the weekends, I would ha- I would say no to like social events, and mm-hmm. I would just focus on the vision that I had in my heart, yes. even if it was really hard, even if it like caused a bit of disruption in some relationships that didn't understand what I could see in my heart, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's so important is that when – for everyone that is like the, going through that amazing congratulations by the way it's yeah, so amazing that yeah, there's yeah. so many people doing this um is to hold that vision in your heart and and show up with that in mind mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is when you're aware of what you're currently doing it might look a little bit like longer hours right now it might look like a little bit of working a lot to mm-hmm. pay the bills and to be starting up the very the business yeah Yeah. i don't even want to call it a side hustle it's like if it's going to be a full-time thing then it's like that's the empire that's That's their hustle hustle that's their like (laughs) yeah the passion hustle yeah it's their purpose work yeah it's awesome but to hold the vision of for example just the way that you're speaking to yourself of like i'm a full-time entrepreneur or you know i'm a full-time business owner or Mm -hmm. this is you know i'm just going to my my nine to five so that i can focus on my main gig you know like really just the language and the way that we speak about it and holding that so i'll share something really cool when i started my my coaching company which was a blog to start with i had an intention to be out of my job in two years i was out of my job in three months Wow. <laughs> yeah, purely just through like looking at where I was going. Did and you have a vision what, board or anything, or what's um, like? What would you I, do? Yeah, I think to, I did. Okay. Yeah, but I also, I was so. <laughs> that's right. I'm just remembering. I was um, my husband Dane. He said to me one day, we were sitting in the car. I was like really not wanting to go to work that day. Yeah. <laughs> and he looked at me, and he was working. I was working. He dropped me off, and he goes, "Hey." And he told me about his friend at work who had an investment opportunity in a, for a hotel in Bali. 
he was like, wow. hey, my friend has this opportunity to move to Bali to invest in a hotel. And it was like what he said, just like like something clicked within me. Right away. I looked at him, I was like, we're going to Bali. We have to move to Bali. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you bought the car, we'll go to the airport. Yeah. yeah, so I did think, I bought like bamboo plants. I think, was I telling you last? I can't remember. Um, I bought like bamboo plants and I bought all these things to remind me of Bali and put that throughout my house. And I was just so focused on where we were going that I was like, oh, yeah, and I've also got this, you know, this other full-time job that I kind of do as well. But, you know, the way... It define you. It's not <laughs> who you are. Not yeah. Exactly, that vision. So, yes, I was, like, fully immersed in where I was going. So that's it's so... One of the ways to collapse time, especially when it comes to monetizing your mission yeah. and that sort of thing, is literally just become the version of you. Yes. Emotionally... Oh, is that my phone? Yeah, we got our phone call. Oh, it's all right. I'm just trying to go. Um, oh, it's Australia. It's Australia time. Um, is, yeah, so emotionally, mentally, energetically, mm-hmm. physically, you know, obviously your physical body as well. Like, how do you, how are you showing up when you are living full-time in your business? Mm-hmm. You don't wait till you're full-time in your business. Show up like that now. Exactly. And take care of yourself along the way. If you're not in the, you're, if you're not ready to meet the best version of yourself, <laughs> yeah. it's like, Game over. You need yeah. to be vibration, baby. Yes, vibration. A hundred percent. Yeah. What are like three simple tips, or just it can be more, but that you do to raise? I think I already know a few for you because I see you down by the ocean every day. But how do you <laughs> like? Li- I don't think you have low days, but Libby on a day where she needs a little bit of extra pep in her step, raise your vibration. What are just simple tools that you tips and tricks that you do yeah. to just find that space where you're like, okay, I'm feeling better. Yeah. I'm yeah. raising my vibration. Raising my vibration. It's High really, frequency. It's funny because I actually do, like, if stuff happens, I'm just super aware of it now. Then I'm like, oh, I don't have to give my power to that thing. I'm mm. not going to let that external thing or that situation or that mean person on social media or whatever it is yep. take my vibration, yep. right? And so, obviously, that's easier. You know, it's easier now having the awareness of it. Gratitude was one of the biggest things that changed my life, and I was already a grateful person. And it sounds so fluffy, like I, because I'm like, just be grateful. What are you grateful for? And everyone's like, the gratitude varies back, and I'm like, man, but seriously, it just, I'm so addicted to writing. Even if I don't have my notepad on me, I'll just, I'm like, oh, I forgot my notebook. I'll just jot down in my notes three things I'm grateful for, and it just completely flips the switch. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it's gonna be all right. Yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. So like, so that, and I had to try. I was at a place where I had to train myself. Like I said, to be grateful in the mornings. Like, what am I grateful for today? Mm-hmm. My mind's like nothing. Like, <laughs> get back to bed. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not tolerating this. Like, yeah, what am I the little for? troll in the back of the head that peeps in. It's like it's that's like, the universal yeah. assignment where we yeah. really just need to be able to like, okay, I identify it. I see you, and I'm not you today. Yes, exactly. Like I'm not ego. you. Yeah. yeah, I'm not you. I'm not my thoughts. Um, so that's a, that's a really big one. I do energy work every single morning like that for me. If I, I think there's been, I don't less than a handful of times in the last 18 months that I haven't done it. Can you talk us through that? What is energy work for someone who's like totally new to this? Yeah. So my mom listening from Minnesota. (laughs) What is energy work? Um, so waking up in the morning, one of the first things I do is go outside. I just place my feet on the ground, feet on the earth. Mm. And I always know that if my feet are on the earth, I belong here. Grounding. Just belong here, yeah. yeah. Grounding, yeah. Just being here. And then from there, I I just kind of visualize, like, with my healing hands. I like to call them healing hands. Love that. And I just visualize <laughs> that I'm, yeah, that I'm just clearing my entire field. Just imagining that if there's any, like, <laughs> debris, like, energetic debris. Totally. Hanging around, that you're just literally clearing that out. You can almost just, just do it super intuitively. Mm-hmm. And then I 
connect with source energy and then I fill up my energy field with that and so I just imagine and visualize from source breathing light all the way into my body mm-hmm. all the way down to the core of the earth and just like really seeing that channel that we are yeah that we have that we're connected straight to source all the way to the core of the earth and I do that a couple of times and then I connect to the core of the earth and I fill up my entire body with earth energy love that yeah and that just helps with the grounding as well it Mm -hmm. also helps with a full circuit we've got like our you know magnetic field around that aura around around us yeah and so by connecting source to the core of the earth just allows us to remember that we're not just these physical bodies mm-hmm. and there's so, so much more <laughs> so much more so it's probably one of my favorite things to do i do that whenever i need a little pick me boost. Up. Yes. <laughs> yeah sometimes i'll just put on music and dance yeah so have a cacao is that one of your cacao. morning rituals as well do you do cacao um, or a coffee cacao i actually do a little green a little green hot green juice with like I don't know, a whole bunch of green stuff is really nice, good in yeah. the morning. Get greens. Get yeah. my greens in. Um, and then and then I'll do my energy work, and then I'll do a meditation. Oh, they'll do some breath work first, mm-hmm. then meditation. Then I'll either come to yoga or do some journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, just really looking at how can I serve today? Yes. How can I be of the highest service today? And then flipping out of what's my life about which is the questions that so many of us ask you know what's my life's purpose mm-hmm. is how do I get to serve how can I help others how can I be of the highest service are those you know? your favorite journal prompts like what would be your go-to if someone's oh, new to journaling yeah. and they're like I don't even know where to start yeah what are just some <laughs> good ones okay okay there's probably three write these down yeah write mm-hmm. these down the first one I'm gonna come back to it you're gonna like have this drilled into you after this conversation yeah yeah I, yeah. I am so happy and grateful for I am so happy and grateful for it. If that's really hard, if that's really challenging to get into that energy of gratitude, I worked with a client once. She was a beautiful influencer, and she's like, Libby, I don't know what you mean when you say gratitude. I just, I'm, I don't feel this gratitude thing. I'm like, okay, have you ever had a moment in your life where you're like, oh my God, this is awesome? Pinch me, yeah. Yeah, she goes, yeah. I'm like, cool, can you feel that feeling right now? And she's like, not really. I was like, well, can you remember a time? When you did feel <laughs> When like- you did feel that feeling. She's like, oh, yeah, I can. I'm like, that's your starting point. Yeah. That's your starting point. And okay. so, like, that was, was, so hopefully that helps. The second piece is I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. Forgiveness is such a powerful, powerful thing, whether it's yourself or someone else. Yeah. But what are you, who are you forgiving and why? Mm-hmm. What are you forgiving them for? And then the third piece is how can I be of the highest service today? How can I be of the highest service today? Yeah. How can I be of service? I can I be of the highest service? Yeah. Or another one, instead, if you, if the service one doesn't resonate, is how can I embody more light today? How can I embody more light today? Yeah. That's how beautiful. Can I embody more light? How do you embody more light every day? Like, what's hmm. Libby Lightworker? Are you? Is it the people that you bring around you? I had a conversation with someone hmm. today that just said, I think I just need to cut some people out that are not hmm. like bringing light to me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that can speak to most people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whether it's in your work life your friend group Mm -hmm. maybe it's your relationship Mm -hmm. I think that light does stem from around you Mm -hmm. before we can brighten it within ourselves Mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. lots of people that want to come around and dim your light Mm -hmm. and how do you extract yourself from those people that are Mm -hmm. light dimmers (laughs) (laughs) dimmers. we don't like light dimmers (laughs) light dimmer 
I I believe it's the other way around. I believe our light comes from within us, from mm-hmm. our connection to source, and we are the light. Mm-hmm. However, especially when we're starting out, there are people around us that either want to take our light, right? Because they're like, it's too much, it's too bright. Yeah, it's, too it's bright. like bugs in a, in a headlight, right? Yeah, just... yeah, just or um. So yeah, I've I've set really strong boundaries on a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. A question that I ask myself in relationships is how do I feel after spending time with this person? So important. So yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. And then not being afraid to just end relationships that have ended. You know, if you can hold your light and be the light rather than and this is what like if we look at we're all sovereign beings, right? We're all connected to the one source. And when we can receive our light from that source and let that flow within us and out mm-hmm. no one can ever take that away right there can be right. people that will try and get in the way of it and they'll be really fucking annoying to deal with yeah 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 I also actually do energetic boundaries like so what I just share with the energy work every time I leave the house I do that as well every time I finish a live stream every time like if I notice someone like doing stuff in my field like because I a lot of the work I do is energy work and mm-hmm. um so if I feel people in my field, like someone trying to take your light might look like them uh, projecting jealousy onto you yes. or uh, just being really not pleasant mm-hmm. to deal with. Like, or jealous. I think a yeah. lot of it comes from jealousy. Yeah. People it's see that light and they're like, I want to dim it. Yeah. I'm like, dim it, start back. Don't be too right. You're going to make, you're going gonna... right. to. My, my, one of my teachers, my, one of my shamanic teachers, he had the most beautiful example of this. He's like, he's like, you can have two cars, mm-hmm. right? Exactly the same identical cars, and one is brand new. The other, the other one's pretty brand new, but the other one has just been through the mud, right? They've just been like four wheel driving or something, and then they're parked next to each other. If you looked at them individually, the clean one would look clean, and the dirty one, you wouldn't be able to tell that it was dirty because it's just a car. Yeah. But if they're next to each other you can really tell the one with the dirt on it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with us. So when you're sitting next to someone or if you notice that you're triggered by someone or if you notice that someone's triggered by you, mm-hmm. right, it's probably just because your light is literally illuminating the shadows or the, or the muck, yeah. <laughs> the gunk in their energy field, their shadows that. and that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's never anything personal, which is, I think, a big um, realization to mm-hmm. make. Like, oh, it's not actually me. It's just what they're seeing within themselves because I'm reflecting them back to them. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. And so you set that boundary for yourself. And I did that in my last solo session in my last, I was like talking about setting healthy boundaries because this is the first year where I felt like I've just had to say no to things and not have FOMO about it. Like, oh, I'm missing out on girls (laughs) night or, and being like, no, because I do give a lot of energy in my job. So like the ocean for me has been so Mm. healing after class, jumping in and I just visualize myself just like extracting that energy and I'm like, okay, I'm good to start again. Yeah. But I used to be one of those people that would hang around and chat and then go get coffee with them after and then be with people all the time and I'm like no I'm really an introvert yeah. He's down and like I need to really like yeah. nourish and recharge myself that way yeah and you're yeah. working with people all the time too so yeah. it's like same yeah. thing for you those same healthy thing. boundaries healthy boundaries I had to learn how to say no when I started my journey I would literally be driving yeah and I would practice saying no like if I was going to a party <laughs> no yeah literally no it sounds stupid but I I really had a hard time saying no to people yeah so I was like, say, always hanging out with people and and now I'm like I just I, I just can't like I in order for me to serve at my highest mm-hmm. 
I need so much time by myself. I don't. Mm. I choose to have so much time myself. That way, I can show up better. Right. And after that party phase too, like, was that hard to like when you came out of that being like, okay, no, I'm not going to go to those anymore. They're not serving me. You probably lost some friends along the way. Oh my god, so many. Yeah, yeah. so many. Yeah, same and same thing. Like most people, when you it's the whole light thing, right? When Mm -hmm. you start making positive changes in your life, Mm -hmm. and other people around you don't your positive changes they're like you outgrow them oh shit you know yeah, and you're yeah. like i'm sorry i'm not fitting back in that pair of pants anymore <laughs> yeah. you know it's just time to move yeah. on yeah what's really cool though and if for anyone that's going through that at the moment as well of like you know you're setting boundaries mm-hmm. if someone's not understanding your boundaries and they're taking it personally like jenna why are you not you know yeah, why, are we getting, <laughs> why, are you why don't you want outside? this tequila shot jenna? <laughs> right it's, it's not on you but what you might find happen is that the people that don't always understand will probably come back to you and be like hey how did you do that hey can you tell me how you like did your that? friend that came back with the 100 day drink yeah 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 yeah, yeah. wow yeah. yeah so how long have you been sober now for five nearly five that's and amazing years. it's wild. And just like clear-headed yeah. You, yeah you feel like the best version of yourself the best, yeah yeah and always yeah there's just so so much so much life to be lived that I couldn't ever imagine having to deal with like hangovers or drinking. Yeah, or life's too short so, for yeah, that. Yeah. You know, each day is a gift, and yeah. it's like you want to. How can I serve today? You can't <laughs> yeah, serve can if I, you're like yeah. feeling like yeah. garbage. How can I be the best yes. me today? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. what are you working on now? Like, what's like your? Where is your passion now? Like, you're on any of your workshops. I want to be respectful of your time because I know you've got a call soon, but. Um, what like what area so you're new you are the ceo of school of spiritual healing hearts with your husband dane can you kind of talk me through that what does that course look like maybe who is that catered to someone yeah so sasha school of spiritual healing arts is so so exciting i was just telling jenna i just told you before yeah um uh, so pretty much what i see is a a world where spirituality is normalized Mm -hmm. and it, it when I gave up drinking, there were apart from going down the traditional routes of like AA or um, the Western medical system. Yes, I, there were no other options for me. Yeah, and so while I don't necessarily teach people how to give up drinking right now, what I do teach is how to help is helping people activate their potential to live their highest potential wherever mm-hmm. they're at in their life. And we do breath work. We do. I've just created. We've just actually taken the first lot of students through. A program called the initiation which is shamanism energy work breath work and psychology it's like a fusion of all of those so it's like yeah. a transformational experience for healers okay who are already serving as healers or space holders or teachers or um to support them in their own healing journey so that mm-hmm. they're able to serve more that mm-hmm. they're able to hold space for more people um and then there's a hot there's like um coaching programs that will be launching soon there's breathwork classes there's retreats there are so many different there's different courses within um yeah within the school yeah yeah can you quick break down the shaman because Mm -hmm. when I first like I I remember like a few months ago I thought like the whole shaman thing was the ayahuasca ceremony (laughs) in the desert it's like you're on drugs tripping out throwing your brains out throwing up but can you kind of like break down that stigma like what is a shaman like how does that apply to healing what is it what does it embody so a shaman effectively in the most simple terms is a seer between 
realms. Like, okay. So a shaman is able to travel through the different realms at will. Okay. Right? That's really important, the at will part. They're not yeah, just like going off and like, oh, yeah. hey, we're having a conversation. What? Yeah. <laughs> right? And so it's traveling through different dimensions. Many, like, I guess the the Western understanding of shaman is like a medicine man who mm-hmm. works with plant medicines to support healing. Mm-hmm. The work that I do at the moment, I don't know what the future holds, is without the plants. It's just okay. literally using um, just different tools. I've got we're literally with my drum here. That's cool. And it might be more approachable <laughs> to someone who's like, oh, I yeah. think of a shaman as the drugs and, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just using practical tools just yeah. every day. Yeah, just like things. breath, yeah. um, the work that I do is almost like, it's kind of like a reading. So going into different realms just to see an, a, the full energy of someone. Like if, for example, if a client came to me and they're like, hey, I'm having um, money blocks or hey, I'm making this much in my business, but I want to make this much now. Yes. Or there's these things that I want to do. Or I, I want to go and do this public speaking thing, but I'm so afraid of public speaking. Mm-hmm. So I look at the root cause of blockages yeah really the main thing is just to live your highest potential exactly like that's what it is so yeah so there is like and that's why i try not i don't like to use the word shaman like i would mm-hmm. say that i'm a shamanic healer but mm-hmm. i wouldn't say shaman just a shamaness shamaness you can use it for your charge <laughs> just um yeah there's just some, some things with that but what's the biggest blockage yeah. that you see in people i guess that most I guess everyone's different but like just one that you're like it's very um mo- like yeah it's most people I guess have it would it be like a heart blockage or it would actually be what do you see most frequently it would actually be worthiness and knowing that mm. no matter who you are or what you've experienced you are in like you're, you're enough you're enough you're enough and that's the biggest wound that I think humans carry is like mm-hmm. not feeling enough valued and yeah do you think yeah. that stems back from from when they were younger or do you think they pick it up along the way where do you kind of see that root problem yeah. where do you kind of dive in so many different places so like our belief system that we I call it like the full body like the holistic full body systems mm-hmm. we've got beliefs from past lives ancestrally mm-hmm. like that we carry in our dna and our energy field this this life like within the experiences that we've had i was just doing a healing on myself uh, a couple of days ago it must have been last week and i um i was looking at just some and it's like i always say that in order to grow in order to rise into new levels in your leadership and business and your purpose work you've got to dig deeper so you might be dealing with the same like something that you thought you'd completely healed but right. it's just a deeper layer of it and so I was dealing with um, just dealing with something and I, I found this belief this energetic agreement that I had picked up and I want to say three months old like yeah. I was less than six months old seeing my mum a new mother like not knowing how to handle being a mother and she yeah. was crying and I was in the cot watching her crying as a three month old wow. and I adopted this agreement this belief of I uh, just it was a guilt of life like of just being yes. alive like yeah. oh me receiving like, it was and it's wild and so yeah. so many of us carry that sort of stuff and they can come from anywhere wow yeah yeah and so when yeah. you're working with people what does a session look like that for you so they come in are you able if they've got the financial issues they want to start a business more self-development 
kind of what are some steps that you, I guess it's going to be different for everyone, but I guess yeah. what would, if someone was going to approach you and they needed to work on an area, let's take business, they want to monetize a small business that they're starting, it's their passion, what are you kind of walking them through? What does that whole layout look like for yeah. them? Yeah, so it's different if it's, um, like with my private clients, it's super tailored to yeah. exactly where they're going. So my, my biggest... I guess the reason why my clients come to me is because I can see their highest potential and hold them to their highest standards so good. and get to the root of any issues. Mm -hmm. So rather than like, here's step one, step two, step three, Yeah, here's step your four. manual. <laughs> Read it and sign it and get it back to me. Yeah, It's like one of the biggest things that I love to do is teach my clients how to, how to figure things out themselves. So you might do a little bit of strategy, okay. but the majority of it is where are you going? Well, here's actually your potential can mm -hmm. you see that what's you know and like really tapping into your highest consciousness yes and then going power. right to the depth of who you actually are and removing anything that's getting mm -hmm. in the way of who you actually are what do you think is harder yeah. for people like seeing that vision because that can be scary almost <gasps> yeah. or do you think it's diving even deeper and like stripping oh. it back I'm always stuck yeah. between the two. Like I want a really <laughs> successful business, and then I'm like, oh, that scares me. Scary. But then I'm like so scared to look back and be like, oh, I don't even want to dig back into those feelings or that circumstance. So I think it can yeah. be. Yeah, it's because people definitely have like a, one of our biggest root fears as a collective, like as humans, is the fear of rejection and the fear of judgment. So mm. often the fear of success. You know, if we actually. Because often, like we we've lived our past experiences, right? So we have them in our memory, in our in our field. We we remember them, right? But we've never lived what's outside of our experience. Mm -hmm. And so, to the to the ego, to the part of us that's trying to keep us safe, trying to go somewhere we've never been before, is like, what if you're yeah. trying to Jenna? What, yeah, don't, don't exactly. Get like you don't it's, <laughs> don't be yeah. successful. <laughs> don't jump out of the nest because you don't know where you're gonna land. Yeah. It's just yeah. yeah. And people have different preference, like some people find it easier to do like the deep um the deep deep healing mm -hmm. some people find it easier to like it, it's just personal like okay. whatever if someone's experienced really really deep traumas it's mm -hmm. a lot harder often a lot harder for them to go back and do a lot of healing yes however when there's a, a reason behind it right they're not just reliving they're actually like clearing it out and yes. healing it it's like I'm not housekeeping it's like yeah. you're just spring cleaning it <laughs> out yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 exactly nice. yeah so it's um yeah I think it's almost it's almost personal but more people that uh, that I see have a fear of success than a fear of mm -hmm. healing yeah they can also be an addiction to the healing as well so it's really important yeah. to make sure that you know where you're going rather yeah. than just get stuck in the what else can I heal what else can I heal like, exactly you don't need to be perfect in order to make the leap in order to achieve your next level of success exactly like, that's it yeah and sometimes it's extracting your identity from that belief you're like okay uh -huh. yeah, i think exactly. a lot of people are like oh no yeah. i've just never been good at um money or numbers so yeah. i'm just not that person but it's like yeah. no, you're really just telling yourself that yeah exactly exactly like when i share my like i six years ago i was like tens of thousands of dollars in debt mm -hmm. like wrapped up all my credit cards mm -hmm. like i had a terrible relationship with money. money so i can go from there to here like it's yeah. possible you know and so it's your full time now you're fully immersed yeah. in this work yeah. and how many clients do you usually take on at a time um we've just just changed the structure of how we how we operate so within our courses we can take up to like 50 okay um one on one i try not to take any more than five okay. at a time and then in my mastermind I have about 
10 and then I've got another mastermind as well which is about five so just depending on the amount of time that I spend with each client okay yeah is like how depending on yeah yeah and I just selfishly want to ask how do you avoid burnout like what are some (sighs) of your tips and tricks just for avoiding that you know because you're giving 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 yeah Daily you know? self-love, self-care. Daily self-love and yeah, care. Yeah, self-love. So I used to hit burnout all the time. Okay. Um, what did I, that look like for you? Burnout? Yeah. <laughs> like in bed for days. I would often manifest a sickness, like a mm, cold. That is, I've heard of that. I, <laughs> don't give <laughs> me ideas. Oh. No, I get angry. I get uh, really short with people yeah, and I don't yeah. like who I am. Yeah. I become a mega If you ever fresh. get angry at me, then I'll be like... No, but I, like, I know that's when I'm just around people too much. And I'm like, I just, these yeah. conversations like really elevate me. So I'm like, I need to do more of this in yeah. my life. Yeah. This is, yeah. but also when I'm doing things that aren't aligned. Like if I stayed out late because we went to, you know, a, a party or, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to be here, you know, and yeah. I just get so angry and yeah. then. I stress myself out or I take on too much at once. Yeah. So and I became irritable. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I've yeah, definitely been there as well. So, yeah. The other thing as well is, um, especially for women, tracking your cycle. Yes. That's been a game changer. Okay. I'm like, oh, I'm in my winter phase. Okay, I'm not going to socialize this week. Can you quick talk <laughs> us through that? Just like yeah. what you, how to break that down. Yes. Yeah. For someone who has so, no idea. So pretty much if you're, if you bleed, that's, that's a lot easier to track because mm-hmm. then on your, the first day of your bleed, of your moon bleed, that's day one. Day one. And the average cycle is about 28, mm-hmm. though it's okay if it's a little, you know, like yeah. it's, it's like average is like 24 to 30. 32. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but if you can track it and begin to get to know your cycle and you'll watch your own seasons. So within a month, within your own cycle, just like the planet, yes. you'll have, so when you're bleeding, that's winter. Your moon. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah your moon, moon yeah, is yeah. your winter. Okay. It's your winter, yeah. And then it goes to spring. Spring. So you're kind of, what you're doing is you're kind of like the moon, right? You're going, uh, you're introverted, mm-hmm. and then you're going extroverted, and mm-hmm. then you're going introverted, and then you're going extroverted. Totally. So the so when you you're in your moon, and then you're going into spring, so you're coming into the extroverted stage, and mm-hmm. then summer is super extroverted. Yeah. So if you've got a business, <laughs> then like definitely time to go. Yeah, time to go socialize. I try to run all my events and and like in that week. Yes. Um, launches. Your high vibe. High vibe. <laughs> Come and yeah. talk to me, people. This introvert is next. <laughs> Um, and then you're waning again, or you're like you're going back within. So when you go into autumn, autumn, what people will often do in that time, they'll probably notice that they're cleaning their house a lot, or they're mm. finishing like admin tasks. And your job in the winter phase is to be in the winter phase, is to spend time within, is to honor the nothing. So don't feel guilty don't for feel guilty. laying on the couch. I'm like, I gotta do something. <laughs> don't feel guilty. Yes. yes. Yeah. And it's practice, right? Yes. Yeah. Lean into We're it. We're so conditioned. Self care, and that's Self-care. part of it. And what happens if you kind of like fight those? Like, let's say it's the that winter phase. Yeah. And you're like, I feel like I, that's when I need to work out the most because yes. I'm like, oh, I just don't feel like myself. I'm going to go work out because that puts me in a better, yeah. but really that's just draining out my. Yeah. It's oh. interesting because you'll probably, if you begin to track it and notice, if you don't honor what your body's asking for, you'll normally notice it either in the following season okay, or this, like, or in summer, if you're like. Oh man, I should have been more introverted there, so I've got more energy yeah. there. Like, <laughs> wait, 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 go back. We've got to plan that thing. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. it's like super important not to beat yourself up. Just yeah. be like, oh, okay, all right, well, I won't do that again. Exactly. Yeah. Don't take yeah. it personally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just have one more question for you because we are ending our time. I know you've got things to do. Um, what was your divine feminine archetype? I took your quiz online. <laughs> Yay! 
<laughs> and I wanted to tell you mine, but I think you we might. I think we. What's yours? One, two, Mine's three. Mystic. Queen. Mystic. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm queen. Yeah, I can see You're that. You're mystic. Awesome. Yeah. Mystic. Okay. Yeah. So queen had said that I was a Beyonce type. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, maybe maybe I, that. I don't know. Like I go introvert, extrovert very quickly. But <laughs> maybe take it at the other side of your month. Yes. What does <laughs> yours mean then? The mystic, mystic. is what's well, funny. Yes. Yeah, see you between between worlds like seeing the mystical okay. side of, of life so you're right in yeah. you're walking your purpose you're right in your thing that's just manicure yeah, just that's amazing yeah. so take yeah. her quiz online they can yeah. find you your instagram yeah instagram what's your handle it's libby light leader libby light leader yeah perfect and- libby and her partner dane just recently launched Sosha, which is the school of spiritual healing arts and where they'll be launching retreats, spiritual healing, breathwork, and shamanism. So if this like, is something that you think you'd be interested, check out her Instagram. It will direct you exactly to the school. Have a look around and feel free to reach out directly to Libby or myself if you have any questions. Thanks for tuning in.